to Athena Rising, the authentic podcast where we talk about things that matter to the modern woman. I'm Anna. And I'm Katara. And thanks for being a part of our conversation. Well, here we are. <laughs> Should we say like, I'm Katara. I'm Anna. <laughs> Is that cheesy? And we have so much to say that, yeah, we're sitting here. Sharing it. Yeah. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Are we I sure can, we want to do this podcast? <laughs> I can I can see we're already overthinking it. Yeah, we totally are. Okay. So this podcast was born when we were eating out at um I think aviation. Aviation. Yeah, we had a beautiful view on their outside um deck area and we're like talking about all this important shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Talking about Stuff that happens in the workplace that's totally bullshit discrimination against women and talking about body positivity and why, you know, we live in this culture where we're conditioned to hate ourselves and we're never enough and talking about ways that we can, you know, one person can make change Mm -hmm. and, you know, and we're like, more people need to be talking about this. More people need to... We need to have this discussion in a wider format. So we said, let's do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, why not? And honestly, for me, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast was... I came to you and we were talking and hanging out. And I was just getting so angry thinking about all the injustices and discrimination. And just different things that we face as women that men don't have to go through and I want me and women that I know and all women to feel empowered and to feel comfortable in their own skin Mm -hmm. and I was just getting so angry that there wasn't anything that I could do about it you know anything that I knew um, that I could contribute to and we were just having great conversation and this podcast was born (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it so um should we start with a little bit more about one of us? Sure, yeah. Do you want to go first? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Anna, tell me about yourself. Oh man, all right. So I'm a woman in my mid-40s <laughs> with two kids. And um, my background, actually, I have degrees in engineering. And so I've had experience working in um, the technical corporate feel that's mostly men um, and I definitely remember feeling like I couldn't be myself like I couldn't be who I am I remember you know having um, skirt suits mm. I had like the padding and in my oh, blazers no. and stuff like in my shoulder pads and um, you know I tried as much as I can I could to fit into the very male-dominated environment, trying, I even wore glasses so that I could appear smarter, so I could be taken more seriously, even though I don't need glasses. I need glasses now, but, um, yeah. But not then. Not then. Um, so, but at the time, I was just, like, doing my hustle, doing what I needed to do to get by, and never really, you know, that's just the way it is. At least, that's how I thought about it at the time. Um, but now, um, now I'm photographer, entrepreneur, empower of women, <laughs> uh, 
um, living a life of passion because I wasn't passionate about engineering and I really wanted to, uh, you know, life is short. My dad became ill and I realized that life is too short to not do what you're really passionate about. And so my husband um, said, you know, take a year off the engineering job and see what happens. And yeah, I've been running ultraspective photography for almost 15 years oh, now wow. yeah it'll be 15 years and um and it continues to evolve you know last year I started the confidence campaign which is um, a format that um where women share their story of struggle with body image or just overall feelings of not being enough not being smart enough not um being beautiful enough, um, you know, not fitting within the, the mold that uh, our culture tells us that we need to fit in in order to be beautiful. And just how that, you know, you might think that that's just, oh, well, she just thinks she's not pretty enough. But that, that feeling of not being enough impacts most of us on so many levels. Have you ever wondered why almost every single woman feels that they're not pretty enough? It's not anything to do with that woman. Exactly. Exactly. So we had to raise awareness about yeah. that, right? So um, you have a choice in terms of how you choose to think about yourself. And if you choose to believe the messages that are built into our culture. You know, and, and those messages are because of the billions of dollars of advertising spent by all these companies to sell you product or plastic surgery or whatever. You know, all these companies that uh, profit over our insecurities. You know, where are the companies that are standing up saying, you are amazing just the way you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't need anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're going to make no money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But I don't believe that. I, I believe you empower women and um, to believe in themselves because we, it, it goes back so long. Like we can have a whole podcast. We should have a whole podcast <laughs> on just this very topic of where, you know, why, why we are in this place um, that we are now as women um, rising in this moment. Yes, yeah. Athena rising. Athena rising. Because <laughs> we are rising. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I do see this trend, you know, because now that I'm in my mid 40s, um, I definitely did not feel this sort of momentum in my mid 20s, 30s at all. Um, and I definitely felt like I had to conform, uh, fit in, um, play by the male game in order to. <clears throat> to get ahead so I'm super excited yeah me too yeah. so I guess now a little bit about me <laughs> <laughs> tell tell me a little bit about you Kate. okay yeah so uh yeah I'm Katera um Anna actually started out as my boss and became a mentor and now we are really good friends um, blossomed into a really nice friendship and we just talk about really deep stuff that like you wouldn't normally talk to other people about um, so yeah like like she said we were having a conversation and we just were like this needs to be stuff that's talked about to so many more people and there's so many people interested in this kind of stuff right now and this message of awareness just needs to be spread 
So I am a photographer and a designer and, you know, being in this day and age, I'm definitely seeing the momentum with like the whole Me Too movement and Time's Up and it's super great. But at the same time, you talk to any of your friends, um, family, almost any woman that you talk to has had some sort of like uncomfortable encounter with a male, whether that's sexual assault or... Um, you know, sexual harassment, it's, it's everywhere. And that's so sad to say that we as women have to try and avoid these situations instead of the opposite that's being, um, that should be taught where, you know, men should be taught not to do those things or, you know, put themselves in those situations. Um, so it's just a really, really big injustice that I feel super strongly about. Um, and part of that reason is because I myself was in a situation where um, at the time I didn't realize that it was sexual assault, but um, looking looking back on it, you know, we've had years to kind of process and I definitely realized that, that it was sexual assault and um, it wasn't right. And I've had many other small situations, but me having a big um, assault um, and then all these little things have just kind of, you know, boiled up. And and it's sad that so many women have been through the same thing. Yeah, so many women. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I feel like there are so many women who have come forward with their Me Too mm-hmm. story. And there are so many women who have their story that have not even... Mm-hmm. come forward with it and the reason why I say that is um, there was some stuff that I pushed aside in my own memory of you know that happened to me when I was in high school and um, I just locked away that memory and you know locked away all that pain and I was wondering why I was like super uncomfortable during the Kavanaugh hearings I was like, I was so triggered. I could not even, I couldn't watch. I didn't, I was just kind of blocking it out. And, um, and then my husband was showing me this funny SNL skit about it. And I just started crying and I realized that it was, um, you know, those memories came flooding back and that was why I just couldn't watch that, um, you know, the fact that it really, what happened really doesn't matter and and life is continuing to move forward and it is just not right and um so i feel like i wasn't even conscious of my own me too story and so that makes me think i'm sure there's other women out there who mm-hmm. have suffered and um maybe even don't even consciously remember it because it's too fucking painful and then who even what kind of good is it going to serve to bring it up, mm-hmm. you know, if you're married, it might cause trouble in the marriage, like, just keep it, keep it shut down, and so it's, <clears throat> this is why this conversation is even more important. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I don't know if you've ever heard of the new hashtag that's kind of trending, and it's hashtag why I didn't report, mm. um, and it's so huge, especially this whole time during the Kavanaugh hearing, because just because something terrible happened to you and you didn't report it does not mean it's not true. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I didn't report my assault. I, I barely even told anyone. I didn't come to terms with the fact that it was actually an assault until years down the road. Mm-hmm. It's when something so traumatic happens to you, mm-hmm. you first of all cannot even process it. You have to take that time to even process what happened to you. Actually realize and come to terms with the fact that it did happen to you. And then from there, just thinking about how we live in such a victim-blaming culture, it makes it impossible to come out and speak out against it. And huge props and crazy amount of bravery to the women and men who have had sexual assault and have come out and spoke out against it and reported it. I wish I was that brave when I was in that situation. But I just, you know, in my head kept thinking of all these reasons. Well, who's going to believe me? I was in a relationship with this person at the time. They would say that it was consensual, even though it it wasn't. Um, There were just so many reasons why I felt that I was going to be victim blamed, that I would have been pushed aside. No one would have listened to what I said. And it would have made my experience invalid and it would have made me feel even worse about the situation. So I completely understand why we don't report because our society has kind of taught us that if we do, there are going to be consequences against us, not the person who did these things to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in addition to all that, there's the your own emotions of blaming yourself, mm-hmm. you know, maybe... You know, you made decisions that put yourself in that situation, sort of, right? And and there's that blame, that guilt, and that shame um, that you have to bear. And so, you know, kind of women as being people pleasers, mm-hmm. you know, you think to a certain degree sometimes it's our own fault. So you're one young woman out there and <laughs> you're listening to this and something like this happens to you. I want you to know... You can go and talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody that you trust about it. You know, even if you think that you feel like, you know, you put yourself in a situation you shouldn't have or you wish you had made different choices, still talk to somebody about it. Don't just shove it down because it doesn't go away. It stays, that hurt stays with you. And you deal with it later when you're in your 40s. So. <laughs> <laughs> And it comes back with a vengeance, for sure. You have to process that pain. You have to go through it first Mm -hmm. before you can even let go of it. Yeah. And something that I just want to remind you that if you've been in that situation, if you've been sexually assaulted, molested, harassed, anything, anything that has made you feel uncomfortable and that was unwarranted, it is not your fault. You... You are not the reason that thing happened to you. The person who did that to you is the reason. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. Good advice. I do want to bring something up today. Kind of goes along with this. It's kind of the, the other, other side of the coin, mm-hmm. if you will. So I'm going to totally uh, be totally transparent with this. Um, my husband and I went to a counseling session this morning. <clears throat> and the counselor... The therapist um, was explaining something that I had already known, but never really like solidified this. The idea of this never really solidified in my mind about men, and um, so like for my husband, he has a hard time expressing his feelings. Mm-hmm. And you know, she brought up how um, you know women are identified to be a certain way in our culture, and, and men are too. 
you know, they're taught to, you know, um, to don't cry like a girl, don't be a wimp, don't be a pussy, man up. And they're taught to shut down their, their own emotions and they're praised for certain kinds of behaviors that encourage this kind of assault on women. Mm-hmm. And so at the same time, I don't, I want to express that we're not men haters. If anything, like when she, when my therapist was talking about, you know, the, the, the way our culture, um, the messages that our culture sends men, um, I actually started crying because it, it definitely did help me to understand my husband a little bit more and the things that he struggles with. Um, because that, that's what he's taught. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, you know, he loves me. He's an awesome dad. And he's just trying to do his best. But he was taught to behave and react in those ways. Um, so while we're talking about empowering women at the same time, I feel like there should be a conversation about changing the messages that we send to our men to the little boys that we're raising about what it means to be a man in this culture definitely because this isn't a woman problem by any means it's happening to women but it it involves everyone yeah i mean we have to raise our men up and you know tell them that they're enough and they don't need to do these things these hurtful things that you know society is telling them that makes them a man and with that changing the way that men behave and you know changing their perspective on themselves that solves the problem right there i mean as well as the the opposite way there are definitely women who have assaulted men you know it's not it's not a one-way street that's for sure super generalization (laughs) yeah but um yeah yeah so i mean we have to change as parents you know i have a 10 and a 12 year old two boys and as a mother to these boys you know I want them to grow up you know I I think that when I was growing up I feel like the message that my parents instilled in me was um, get good grades get into a good college and um, get a career that's going to make you a lot of money (laughs) right (laughs) those were those were like the main messages that I remember like being like drilled into me um, and like some of those were like good messages too, like you can do whatever you set your mind to. Um, but there was no education, um, on how to deal with your emotions. If anything, the message about emotions was, um, well, why my, my parents were very private that don't talk about family stuff outside the family, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, don't cry, don't show your emotions, you know, you're being a baby, just suck it up. Um, but how we deal with our emotions is so key to all of this suffering that's mm-hmm. happening now. And so that's when I, when I'm looking at raising my boys, I, um, it's not so much a focus on doing well in school, getting into a good college. And if that's what they want to do, awesome. I'm going to help support them in that. But more so is how to be a good human being, mm-hmm. right? And how to, when you're feeling sad or frustrated or angry, what do you do with those emotions and how do you get to the other side? How do you let those emotions flow through you 
and get to the other side um, so that you know that pain isn't left there for them to deal with later and I'm doing the best that I can um, I'm sure they're still probably gonna have to go therapy <laughs> <laughs> I mean couldn't everyone benefit from yeah. going to therapy yeah. yeah yeah that's just talking to somebody so it's always good to, to talk to somebody with the with a different perspective so mm-hmm. there's totally nothing wrong with that in my opinion so yeah yeah, so for me, it all kind of comes down to that, like how you deal with emotions. And the most important one is, you know, that you have your relationships with other people, um, but it's really your relationship with yourself. Yeah. That's the most important priority, really, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, and it goes for men and women. Oh, absolutely. You know, men, they you know, are taught to have this, you know, aggressive and, um, you know, certain relationship with themselves and with others by not having emotions. And, you know, women were, were taught to fit into, you know, a different gender role and a different stereotype. And it's funny that you also mentioned your, your family had, you know, told you to shove your emotions down, which I feel like is definitely a thing that, um, a lot of males have to go through too is you know they're taught to shove those down but I also had the same thing and you know we're both female and um it's just I think a a thing that we do that we don't want to feel these bad things and they make us react and make us think certain things that aren't good for anyone you know whether we start saying things we don't mean or acting in ways that you know are hurtful to ourselves or to other people it's just not good all the way around yeah I kind of see that behavior now now that I'm more aware of um, my emotions I can see and read other people's emotions I I feel like before I became aware of um, my emotions and the reactivity to emotions to me, I, I just describe it as like, just you're sleepwalking through life. Mm-hmm. You have no sense of control or awareness. You're just like a leaf out there floating in the wind at a whim of whatever happens. Just action and reaction. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, I, I only came to this um, mindset um, maybe maybe three years ago that it did it really solidify for me in terms of being aware, more aware of the emotions, paying attention to where they're coming from, and then reacting with intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's a life changer. Yeah, that's a huge skill to learn at any age. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously now learning this um, a little bit later in life, but you're able to pass it on to your kids, and hopefully that means that they're going to be able to do it that much better. Yeah, I hope so. I just wish I had this skill when my kids were born. Mm-hmm. I would have spared them some uh, trauma and some yelling fits mm-hmm. <laughs> in those prior years, but, you know, better late than never. Yeah. I mean, we're humans. We're not yep, perfect. Exactly. No one is perfect. I feel like that is the biggest thing yeah. to remind ourselves. <laughs> we're always our own worst enemy. Yeah. And imagining that there is a perfect 
specimen um, that we're trying to live up to, it's impossible. It's never going to happen. So, I mean, you kind of just have to not take yourself too seriously and enjoy, you know, what time we have here on Earth and just live life. Exactly. <laughs> live life to the fullest, being aware and intentional mm-hmm. so that when you are at the end of your life, you can look back and go, yeah, I fucking did that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what everyone wants, right? I did that live. I did that live the best I could, and I love it. So, and I, I think on that. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So, this has been the first episode of Athena Rising. Thank you so much, Kit. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Athena Rising. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or a review and let us know what you guys want to hear next. For more information about Athena Rising, find us on social media and visit our website.